Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seydal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing amazing. I'm so excited because I'm back. It's the new year and you know that I am book obsessed and I have so many amazing books coming up that I've already read that I want to summarize and highlight and just suck out all those actionable nuggets for you. And I just want to say thank you so much for your patience and being here and listening and um, understanding over the holidays. I went away and then I had a cold and then so I wasn't able to record these episodes, but I have so many amazing book summaries and highlights coming as well as author visits and interviews all lined up for you. So it's going to be a really, really exciting year. And I just want to say yay and happy new year and get ready for some awesome learning. And I don't know about you, but my number one top character strength is love of learning. I bet you could have guessed that. (laughs) Anyway, so I love to learn. And I suspect that if you like this podcast, that you also are one of those people that love to learn. And books are such a wonderful way. I always say they're little packages of wisdom and knowledge and experience that the author has put into just almost like a gift for us. So when you read a book, I, I always feel like it's opening a gift. All right. So I am going into such a good book today. I am reading the book or I read the book rather called um, Presence and it's by Amy Cuddy. Now, this is one of those top amazing books that in the world of positive psychology, you have to read it because there is so many nuggets of wisdom in here and so many actionable, actually usable things that you can apply to your life. So let's jump in. So this is Presence by Amy Cuddy. Um, She really does teach us so many amazing things just about our presence, about showing up, right? And how our poise and our, our our body positioning and our ability to hold ourselves in a certain manner actually affects our confidence levels. So the book that she, everything in her book, she really does teach us all these things about power posing and how it can be a really good, healthy habit that we can adopt into our life that can help us with confidence. She also talks about mastering our nervous system. I don't know about you, but sometimes before I do like a a special speaking engagement, or if I'm like ready in a Zoom meeting and there's like hundreds of people there ready to listen to you speak, it's nerve wracking. It can be really scary. And all kinds of imposter syndrome shows up for me as like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I always, I always joke that sometimes like there's so many smarty pants in the audience and I don't have my PhD and blah, blah, blah. And all these things come in. It's like, do, do I have a right to be here? It's like, so this imposter syndrome, you know, creeps in, not to mention my nervous system is going into the stress response and all this stuff. So this book is so good because it helps you when you're facing stressful situations, when you're facing things that you want to be confident for, when you're facing things 
where you have to perform. And so maybe it's an interview, maybe it's a, you know, a TV interview, or maybe it's a job interview, or maybe it's a presentation of some sort. So all these things and, or just stress in life in general, she really does teach us all about this idea of power posing, how to downregulate our nervous system, how we can tap into confidence. And uh, the main key messages that she has in her book is that our bodies convey more than our words say. So basically our body language is crucial for communicating. So for example, if you're sitting in, you know, and you're all rounded, you're closed in, your shoulders are round and you're like, you know, slumped, that's communicating a really clear message that you're withdrawing and that maybe you're powerless. Whereas if you're more expansive and opening up your chest and pulling your shoulders back and down and, you know, engaging your arms are wide, this body language communicates something very different different. We may be more powerful. So excuse me. So yeah. So her message is, is that, and science has confirmed this. a lot of her research confirms this as well. And you know, we love the science to back up what people are saying. And so, yeah, our bodies convey more about what's going on for us than our words do. And so body language becomes a very crucial tool for communication. She also talks about how it's easy to affirm our core values, right? It's easy to affirm them. So when we are connected to our values, um, we make our, you know, whatever it is that we're doing more convincing. It also, when we connect to our core values, it helps us to become more resilient to stress and into stressful situations. So by tapping into our core values, we become more confident and feel more powerful. So she also talks in her book about imposter syndrome and that it's actually really, really common and it's part of being human and that almost every single person experiences imposter syndrome to some degree and that we don't want to let that imposter syndrome hold us back, right? And become powerless. She also talks about Feeling powerless actually leads to actual powerlessness. And then she talks about there is a remedy to that and how we can make ourselves feel more powerful and how to um, show up and and feel more powerful, but then how being powerful, feeling more powerful makes us be more powerful. We're going to talk a little bit about that. She talks about how a movement um, really does help us with feeling powerful and how we're moving and how our bodies are expanding and what body positioning we're in. She talks about our nervous system and how we can, how we have those two main modes of operating where we're in the stress response or we have the parasympathetic nervous system, how to calm and downregulate our nervous system so we can feel more powerful. So yeah, so she talks about body language and how it influences us in everyday life. It also, she emphasizes that improving our posture is actually empowering and science has confirmed that. She talks all about preparing for challenges by using power poses and maintaining good posture is so important, especially when we are faced with challenging situations. So that is basically all those key takeaways, but let's get into some of the nitty gritty of this book that really can help us on like right away. So her studies basically proved that body language is a part of our communication. So it 
it reveals our true feelings, right? Have you ever kind of said to someone, no, I'm okay, but really you're like, not okay. And maybe your face is saying otherwise. So we communicate so much more than we actually realize. And so our, our our body language, it reveals what's really going on inside of us, our true feelings. So it's really worth paying attention to our body language, especially because it's, you know, when we're, we're maybe delivering a speech or maybe when we're talking to someone important or maybe when we're, you know, connecting with friends or anything like that, we want to make sure that our body language is also communicating our, you know, our true feelings. We want to pay attention to how we're delivering our, you know, our interview or our, our speech or whatever it is that's coming up, right? So, you don't want to be, for example, a tense ball of, you know, nerves, especially if you're giving a talk on, you know, the power of play, or maybe, you know, so the idea is, is that the audience will pick up on it instantly. And so there's an inconsistency with what you're saying versus what your body language is saying. So one of her suggestions and what she talks about in her book is that to be an effective communicator, we want to make sure that our words match our body language. And for this to happen, we really need to believe our message and we need to deliver it in such a way that it's authentic with our communicating. And that totally makes sense, right? Um, and I'm sure you've seen it where when someone's saying is totally different than what their, their body language is saying. So the other thing she talks about this idea of affirming your core values. So this will make you more convincing and this will really help you become more resilient to stress and what her, her research has shown. Um, she talks about how, you know, there's no shortage of affirmations and talk about the benefits of affirmations. But what she suggests is that Sometimes these affirmations might be just superficial, like every day I'm getting better and better, you know, or I always see the bright side. So such affirmations are very superficial. And she talks about how it's, it's more powerful to focus on affirmations that affirm your core values. So what is it that you value, right? So she talks about the power of strengthening your core values. So those are the things that are really important to you. So maybe authenticity is important to you. And maybe you want to tap into strengthening the connection to your core values. And this makes more presence about you. This helps you with confidence. This helps you to be more convincing. And it actually helps us to become more resilient to stress. And one of her actionable nuggets, which I love, and I'm going to totally do this, is she talks about writing down a list of what you value in your life. So what do you value? Like, do you value creativity? Do you value healthy living? Do you value hard work or maybe giving back to the community? What is it that you value in life? What are those things, right? And and also, like, what, what are you passionate about, right? It may be all those things. You Obviously, you're passionate about something if you value it. So by tapping into your values and what you value in life, then she suggests to pick from that list of those core values of what you value and write a short essay. I know you don't want to go back to school, <laughs> but it's really powerful. Maybe journal or write a short essay about that topic, about what it is that you value and why it's meaningful for you. And this exercise, um, she says, it really does help us 
come from a place of more authenticity, right? This exercise has so many benefits because it makes you really tap into what it is that's important to you. It makes you tap into what you're passionate about, what you value. And this is huge. This can really, really help us on so many levels. Um, So this exercise has all these wonderful surprising benefits that makes us more resilient to daily stress and it makes us more convincing. And it also is helpful when when and how we communicate with other people. So that's a totally interesting fact, right? Now, let's jump into this idea of imposter syndrome, right? It's actually super, super common and we don't want to let it hinder us. So it's going to show up. It shows up for almost everyone. And um, sometimes we want to just recognize that it's there and then and then honor it but then also just pursue you know success don't let it hold us back don't let these feelings of being inadequate or underserving or like you're you're downplaying your success so this idea is this feeling of being almost like a fraud or you feel like you're i shouldn't be here like i don't have my phd or you know it's like this idea of you're undeserving of success or that you're maybe a fraud or what if they figure me out? They're having me on the show to talk about this, but I'm not like a huge expert on it, but I know a lot, you know, so you downplay your success and maybe you feel like an imposter, right? But maybe you are absolutely capable of speaking um, about a topic, but at the same token, you're like, Uh oh, you know, you kind of like, you feel like you're a fraud of some sort. And um, this is actually a clinical uh, thing that, that has been like defined and is known as imposter syndrome and it's widespread. So basically this is a term that, you know, we think maybe it's a matter of luck that we're there, or maybe, you know, you're, they're going to figure you out or something like that. So maybe you're, you feel that you're less deserving than your peers. That's imposter syndrome. So the one main takeaway from her book is to recognize that, you know what, this inferior complex, it's hard to shake, but it also makes you human. It is so common and it is a kind of inferior or inferiority complex that it's, it's hard to let go of. Right. So, but her message is, is that the first step is to recognize that, you know what, you have success. You, you know, you have a sense of a certain degree of achievement and accomplishment and, you know, that you're enough. And that what happens is, is if you know that imposter syndrome is widespread and it's very common and that you experiencing that is very common and, and everyone else kind of feels like that as well. So just remembering that, that, you know what, you're human, right. And that everyone suffers from it. So when you realize this, you can, you can feel a little bit more like you're, you're just human, right. That everyone feels inadequate at times and everyone's sense of self-worth is, you know, malfunction, malfunctioning, so to speak. And so this is just, you know, this is just a truth. And just by catching yourself and recognizing the syndrome, when it starts to creep in, um, especially in those stressful moments is one of the, the key things that you can do is just 
recognize it, see it for what it is. Like, oh yeah, there it is. And you know what? Everyone experiences it. So then this is what I love in her book. She talks about this whole thing of feeling powerless actually leads to powerlessness. So just the feeling, right? It's a vicious cycle that we begin to feel powerlessness. And then what it does is actually results in behavior change and actual powerlessness. And so she talks all about how this feeling of empowerment and powerlessness affect our what's called an approach system. So our approach system is kind of this network in the region of our brain that promotes curiosity. It promotes adventurous thinking. It it promotes us to try new things, to approach life. So this approach system gets affected when we feel powerlessness, it affects our approach system in our brain and makes us actually behave in ways that are powerless. So when we feel a sense of empowerment, um, we we it affects our approach system in a positive way. Like we might be more curious and we might be more adventurous and we might try new things. So on the other hand, there's this inhibition system. So which promotes cautious behavior. Now you can see when you're stressed out, when you're feeling powerlessness, it's amazing how our inhibition system kicks in. It promotes this cautious behavior. It, it perceives threats. And, um, and so it may not recognize opportunities. And so it makes us, this inhibition system actually makes us feel more powerlessness. So isn't that incredible? So this is disempowering, right? So disempowering situations um, cause us to, uh, the inhibition system to take over. And when this happens, we end up feeling stuck in a rut or we feel more powerlessness. So the great news is though, is that she talks about that we can get out of this vicious cycle by refocusing on positive events or refocusing Focusing and re-strengthening are to make us feel more powerful and to tap into this approach system. So what's cool about this is that we can disempower that that uh, powerlessness, right? Powerlessness feeling. And so one of the things she suggests is think about a time where we can dwell on when we felt powerful, when we were tapping into our strengths, when we felt this powerfulness. And what that does is it disempowers our inhibition system and it allows us to approach life. So one thing you can do is recall a moment of empowerment that connected you to your values, that connected you to your passion, that really felt good, where you're proud of yourself. So connecting for a moment, um, recalling a moment of this time of empowerment. And this has been shown to really help by recalling it. Even right now, if you pause it and think about that moment, that you're going to engage with a sense of empowerment. You're going to move into a place in a psychological state that feels strengthening and powerful. And it actually is going to help you with your approach system. And so that allows you to move into a place of creativity, move into a place of trying new things and being adventurous. So you can see how that all fits together. It's so amazing. She also talks about 
power and movement. Like when we move our body and we expand and we open our chest and what comes to mind for me is a lot of yoga poses are expansive and opening and movement really makes you feel expansive and powerful. So she does um, talk about studies and how they show the results of these studies show that people recognize expansive movements such as broad arm movements or big bouncy full body movements or steps they see those as powerful and conversely when we have smaller kind of more restricted or contracted movements they recognize that as being representative of powerlessness so it goes both ways though right our gestures create allow us to open up and feel more powerful our body positionings our movements can actually make us feel bigger and more powerful, but they can also make us appear smaller and, and more powerlessness. And so it shows you, isn't that crazy, right? Expansive body language is really important to portray fearlessness, invoke confidence uh, for feeling powerful. And, and the opposite is true. All right. So then she talks all about our nervous system. And I love this part because, you know, some people just say, oh, just relax. And, you know, but it's harder said than done. Um, So our nervous system gets round up. I don't know if you've ever had to do a speaking engagement or you have a very special meeting coming up or you're meeting someone for the first time and you're feeling a little bit nervous, your nervous system kicks in, right? So we have these modes of our nervous system, right? And so the key here is knowing how to relax. And when we know how to relax, we're better able to tap into our powerfulness, to tap into our confidence for our brains to work effectively. So our human nervous system has two primary modes of operation. So she talks about in her book, the sympathetic nervous system, the SNS, and the parasympathetic nervous system, the PNS. So the SNS, sympathetic nervous system, is activated in situations where we need to be alert, where we need to respond and react, whereas the parasympathetic nervous system is engaged whenever we feel safe, when we feel relaxed, when we feel calm. And so the parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system, say that fast five times, it's responsible for slowing down that heart rate, for encouraging deep breathing and, and keeping us calm, right? So it's really important in order to diffuse any sort of stressful moment or stressful situation, we need to engage with the parasympathetic nervous system. We need to encourage muscle relaxation instead of tenseness and stress, and we need to encourage deep breathing and and calmer calmer disposition and this will be this uh, and this will make us more powerful right powerful postures instead of tense and held in together um so when we can relax and engage with that parasympathetic nervous system uh, it will engage muscle relaxation in a more powerful posture so the trick is to activate the parasympathetic nervous system is to understand and she talks and I love this cuz I always talk in my yoga classes about the vagus nerve and the vagal tone. And she talks about this in her book. And so the vagus nerve, which runs from the brain to the heart and the lungs and all the organs, um, whenever, when everything is safe, 
the brain will send a message down to lower your heart rate, to lower your breathing, to keep you calm. But it also works the other way around. If you tell yourself to take a slow, deep inhalation, if you take those deep breaths and you you relax your muscles, a signal will go up to your brain as well and you'll begin to feel more in control, You'll begin to feel more confident. And so it goes both ways. So the simple act of breathing can engage your parasympathetic nervous system and help you downregulate your nervous system, slow your breathing, and just help you relax and relax your muscles and feel more confident and in control. And that's so powerful, right? That's one simple thing that we can do. So she also talks about how body language is so important and it actually can be empowering. So think about it. If someone's like closed off and round down their head till dropped or drooping, um, you can see how they seem disengaged. Whereas someone is open and head up and they seem like they're more engaged or willing to be engaged. And a lot of her studies have shown uh, and contributed that to show that we are more empowered. We have a sense of empowerment. When we improve our posture, when we hold ourselves upright, um, we're more inclined to um, engage and we're more empowered. And also it really does activate the approach system, right? Where we're engaged in life and we're showing that just the simple act of striking a positive posture, it allows us to be more in a power pose. It can strengthen our approach system and it can make us more active and willing to, you know, get those opportunities in life. And that's simply by power posing. That's crazy. It's such a, such a simple thing we can do. So power posing, they're so useful to build confidence, to help us on an ongoing life. They are used to strategically help us in challenging situations. By striking a power pose, you give yourself that boost of relaxation, that and enhanced sense of control and empowerment, right? Making a power pose part of your tools can really help you move into a great frame of mind for whatever challenges might be coming your way or whatever you're facing, right? So throw those shoulders back, maybe put your hands on your hips, strike a pose like Superman or Superwoman and stand firmly, you know, with your, maybe your feet on grounded on the floor, firmly, nice and strong hands, maybe on your hips, or perhaps your arms lifted in the air, like you just won, you know, the championship um, or tour de France or something like that, like expanded arms. So the idea here is even, even less like big massive posing you can still you know sit with your sit up straight strong with your shoulders back and science has shown that good posture and power poses can really help us during challenging times right that you can really really help yourself feel firmly grounded that you can boost your confidence and help you in so many ways So that's about it. Oh my God, Presence by Amy Cuddy. Our bodies and minds are strongly connected and our body language and our posture actually can help create feelings for us. They can make us feel as powerful as 
feel powerless. They can make us feel anxious and depressed and vice versa. We can also get ourselves back. We can also adopt a strong posture or power posing and really help with the state of mind that makes us feel more confident, that makes us feel more powerful, that can really help us in so many levels. So I encourage you, set a timer to do some power poses during the day, right? By setting these reminders, you're going to you know, engage and train yourself to keep an eye on your posture and keep an eye on that mind-body connection so you can show up with presence, so you can show up with confidence, and you can really help to regulate your nervous system so you can approach life in such a positive, confident, wonderful way. So that's it, my friends. Oh my gosh, that book was so good. I hope you got a lot out of it. I know I absolutely loved it myself, right? Bringing your boldest self to your biggest challenges. That's Presence by Amy Cuddy. And I hope you got a lot out of that. Thanks everybody. And I have an amazing episode coming up next. And so make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you haven't written a review, make sure you write a review because it does help other people find the show and know why you like it and maybe why they might want to listen to the show as well. So without further ado, I'm going to let you go and enjoy the presence. I hope you power pose all week long and I will talk to you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasidel.com where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? If you've been thinking about writing a book or, you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.